Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Back Talk. I'm Julia. And I'm Kayla. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for yet another week. We're here with episode 65. Yes, we have a lot to talk about. We do. We can kind of like get right into it. Um, do you have anything for what's good to uh, start off? I do, but first, I mean, let's just say Happy we, New Year. Yes. Happy, uh, oh, this is the first, no, yeah. this isn't the first one of 2019. This is the first episode we're recording in 2019. Okay. Yeah. Happy okay. New Year, everybody. Uh, it is January, the longest month of the year. Yes. So um, we hope you all had a great time bringing in the new year, however you did. Um, I guess we can play catch up really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to talk about, well, New Year's Eve is never eventful for me. I mean, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really do anything. I mean, your birthday was right after. Yeah, my birthday was two days after the new year. So my birthday was uh, January 3rd. Um, <sighs> I mean, I, I look, what I originally wanted to do for my birthday, I didn't get to do. So it's like, it's not that I was like, you know. You look nice. Th- yeah, thanks. You look, you look great at everything. <laughs> Thank that you, you. Even if you didn't want to be there, you I look good. I tried to pull it off as best as I could, you know, but I celebrated my birthday. I just did something low key in the city and, you know, being that I didn't get to do what, exactly what I wanted to do, I was like, all right, man, if I can't do that, then I want to go be with my boyfriend. But like, I couldn't do that either. So Aww. I just, I spent time with my friends here in Tampa and, you know, we did a little something here and there and. It was cute. It came and went. Yeah. I mean, bring in the new year, like nothing went as as I planned it. Like even like just New Year's. Like mm-hmm. I had a good time on New Year's. I was with one of my best friends. We were at home drinking and listening to music and stuff like that. And that's fine. But like the next day I woke up, I had to go to work and I just wasn't feeling it. Like I was not feeling it at all. Like the beginning of the year, like I just didn't expect to feel that way. Then my birthday came around, I wasn't like super duper excited to really do anything. Um, and so, I mean, I don't know, like, I definitely did a lot of thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, the first week of 2019, first week and a half, like I did a lot of thinking just about how I wanted to move forward with my life, you know? And I guess there's a silver lining in there because, you know, before the new year came, like I wanted, you know, a clearer view of things. Like that's one of the things I wanted to manifest, like a clearer view a of yeah like how how I, like I wanted to my biggest thing was like me wanting to align myself with my purpose so I guess I'm seeing signs like look Julie this these are the things you need to cut out these are the things you need to focus on this mm-hmm. is what you need to do in order to get to where you want to be like so I did a lot of thinking the first week and a half of the new year and I won't say that I was in the best mood but I'm thankful that I at least had that you know that little moment that those moments <laughs> yeah where I had to just really sit and think and I'm still I'm still in that like I'm still you know, just kind of trying to map out my life. A lot has happened. <laughs> like right. Said, yeah, things, a lot did happen within the first week. And I, like, I got some news that I wasn't expecting. Um, you know, just things had happened. So, I mean, it's all good. Like, yeah. you know, I guess this is just, this is what I needed. And it's I, honestly, it's what I had prayed. I had prayed for. This is what I had been asking for. It's just coming to me in an unconventional way, but I got to do what I got to do with it and move forward. And, I still think that everything that I asked for that I want to manifest will happen. So it may not be how I thought it would happen, but mm-hmm. it's still going to happen. That's so. part of it. That's part of the journey. Yeah. I mean, other than that, like, you know, I've been going out. I went out on my birthday, the day after the day after that. <laughs> I'm old. No. That's we a lot. The Friday, my birthday was on a Thursday. We went out that Friday night. That Saturday, I was like, I am an old woman. You felt it? Yes. I definitely felt it. I'm 28 now, so... Ooh. Not to say like oh like I'm old, but I'm old. 
Like, 28 I, is like I'm gr- I'm an adult. It sounds old. Like 27 was like oh 27. 27 like, sounds all like flirty and sassy yeah, to me. I love I'm, it. I'm 28. Like it sounds old. I'll be 30 in two years, which I'm excited. I'm excited to get older. But like, another that's another thing. Like I got to just I have a different view of things. Like mm-hmm. I want more out of life. I want different things out of life now than I did in my early 20s. So ooh yeah, that's huge because you were very like specific in what you wanted. Yeah. Or didn't want, I should say. Yeah. Now I just like, I want some of the same things, but some different things. Mm-hmm. And I'm focused on getting that. Like all that other bullshit do not matter. Like I'm, I'm starting to see like a lot of shit that I was really worried about just doesn't matter. Like bullshit don't be mattering. It don't. It don't. So yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, how, how did the first, um, I think I was putting a lot of pressure on myself. Like, I feel like when 2018 started, I was like, I am ready. Like, I was ready. Like, I was had my plan set. Mm-hmm. I had things I wanted to do. I had the year broken up into quadrants. And this month is going to be through this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do... And it was so much going on. And at the, like, halfway through the year, I'm not going to lie, like, you start to lose steam. You be like, whoo! Yeah. It wasn't until I was doing, like, you know, on Instagram, everybody was doing their little, like, 2018 wrap-up. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to find, like, things that I did in the beginning of the year. And I had nothing. I had no fun. Mm-hmm. I did nothing. Like, I worked. Like, yeah. everything was work 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 i was tired i was exhausted i didn't want to do nothing mm-hmm. if it wasn't like work related or back talk related like i was like i had no fun yeah and then like you see like towards the summer breaks and i'm like okay so i had fun like once i like was burnt out and i was like you lit and i had to make a realization like you have to experience to even have anything to give you mm-hmm. have to have like you know feed yourself and do stuff and have fun to even have inspiration to create mm-hmm. so it was like i learned that lesson so then i didn't want to put that pressure on myself to have like to have like that perfect like game plan of what i'm doing for the year like i know what i want to do but mm-hmm. like listen if week one i'm not sure how we're going about it it's yeah. we have 52 weeks it's that's a marathon how it was with me that, i think that's what it is it's a marathon not a race yeah so you have to that's what i've learned so i was like i'm good like i'm gonna experience life i'm gonna have fun if i can't do this weekend because i want to do something for myself guess what it's just not gonna happen because yeah. i still have to learn and grow as a person i don't have it all figured out right now that i can just implement mm-hmm. these things and be good like mm-hmm. no you still have to learn and grow and figure yourself out more yeah so that was my realization at the beginning of the year yeah i think that was it's kind of like the same for me too mm-hmm. like i really even coming into 2019 i was like all right boom i'm ready to just do all and i'm just like wait hmm. let's let's sit back it's january okay. 2nd came and life was like okay so what like what are you talking about like i had to just swole up i had to hold up dial it back and like really think about okay what do you really want want yeah you know because it's just i don't know it's a lot of thinking. Yes, it it's is. A, it's a lot of thinking it and is. figuring out and rethinking and then be like, okay, so I thought this, but um, yeah. we have to go back on that. Yeah. But that's okay. It's all part of the process. Yeah. Like, it's all a part of learning and whatever doesn't work, you figure out. At least I know it doesn't work now. I came to a realization about myself, like, that I need to just put myself out there more. I need In to work way? harder on the things that I really want rather than just... I guess I was working hard on things that I just didn't care about, really, or that mm-hmm. I didn't want, like... I need to I need to do Focus better with your energy on. Yeah, I need like. to do better with like my boyfriend said it like Derek said it. Like everybody's like, you need to put yourself out there more. And I'm like, I think I do put myself out there a lot, but maybe I don't. You don't put yourself out there in your talents, I would say. OK, that's like, fair. You have a lot of talents, but you don't put them out there. Derek shaking his head in agreement. Oh, OK. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
you're because like like a lot of people don't can't do the things you do you know what i mean like i'm not a good writer you know you have like a way with like words you have a good ear for music mm-hmm. like you're, you're talented in a lot of ways but you don't put them out like you know if you get to know you you just you learn that about you but mm-hmm. it's not like you put it out in a package for other people to be like hey here. I think my thing is like I don't just be wanting to put out bullshit and mm-hmm. I don't want to get on people's nerves and I have to I get think over it's more those of like you don't want to get on people's nerves yeah. because I think a lot of people get on your nerves and they yeah like, and I, I know how be it that. feels like I don't to, be oh my that. god people be getting on my nerves <laughs> and I do not want to be that type of be person that guy. Yeah. that's what your thing is I don't want to be that guy but who says that I'm but going to be but you never know who's gonna enjoy it yeah because people because are always like you need to do this you need, I'm like and be that guy yeah right. Y'all don't get tired of me, you know, but... Not if it's good, and most of the time it's pretty good, so... Yeah. And I've been seeing little signs here and there, you know. Scotty Bean put me on her Twitter and her Instagram. Look. So... The legend herself. Yeah, you know. Okay, so for real, what's... Do you have a what's good? My what's good is, like, more in question form this week. Okay. What's good with JT? Yeah, she's... Jeteria Johnson, where is she? I don't understand. Somebody said that she would be out at the top, top... I quote top 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 of the year sis everybody's lying but I know well I don't know how prison works but for what I can see with love after lockup I'm done um they keep you in there as long as they can <laughs> we're talking about it too love I after don't know lockup. if I'm caught up yet what's the last episode you watched uh, the last episode I watched was oh when um Mike got out of jail that's what I saw okay Woo. Marcelino's a dick. Marcelino is controlling. Oh my gosh. He, I hate him. And I had high hopes for him. I thought that he was going to be so the stability mean to that, girl's that she friend. Yeah. And he is waiting to be the her her PO, her her prison guard, her everything, her judge. Right. Like, he if was you so don't mean to that down, girl's friend. And I feel bad. She, she held like, her own a little bit. And I'm yeah. glad that she said something in the moment to her friend. Like, oh, he's been a little harsh, isn't he? Yeah. Like, I'm glad she didn't just eat it and be like, I'm not going to ruin her day. And then the the girl, she was like, you need to chill out. Like, because yeah. he was like, oh, family's always going to be there for you. Y'all aren't family for real. And the girl was like, well, I've been on my own since I was 14 and mm-hmm. strangers helped me. Right. Not my family. I None like that she family. has a backbone. Yeah. But who he be really pushing it. Yeah. So I don't know how Anyways, uh, 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 with JT, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, where's she at? You know, you, you they, they said that she'd be out by now. I don't know what's going on, but, you know, I hope she's home soon because I really miss her. I feel like that's my friend in my head. Like, yeah. I just need her energy. I need her energy. She's funny. She's fun. She's raw. She don't care. I just need that right now. No shade to Young Miami, but I want, like, young she's Mi- really winning. But, like, young I want Miami. JT to, like, enjoy the, the fruits. fruits of their labor. Yeah. Absolutely. Young Miami out here, you know, I mean, she holding it down or whatever, but she having a lot of fun. Reaping a lot of benefits. Which is true. I mean, you know, it's half hers as well to enjoy. But, like, you know, I want to see JT get those moments, too. Yeah, I want to see her it. with the new car. I want to see her, like, you know, on vacation. I want to see her, right. you know, she deserves to. I wonder how she feels. Probably like, I cannot wait yeah. to hit the ground running. Yeah. Well, um, for me, I have a few things what's good. First off, I want to say that me, I'm what's good, Julia Clemens. Um, on Spotify, I make playlists, you guys. I need you guys to get into it. Yes. That's one of my things for 2019. I'm going to curate as many playlists as I can until they hire me. So <laughs> I need you guys to help me get there. <laughs> Right? Um, can you like subscribe? You can like. You can, can follow you do? me. Yeah, on Spotify. follow. Yeah, just find me. Like I link it. I try to link it as much as I can. And I guess I don't do enough of that. But I'll try to link it as much as I can to my Instagram. I don't know how else that y'all could look me up. Um, I guess 
I don't know if you're listening to it. Find me like on my Instagram or my Twitter, or you can search my name on Spotify. I'll give y'all my government name. <laughs> it's Julia M. Clemens, and it's on Spotify. Um, yeah. So I have three public plays right now. I'm trying to um put them out, you know, a little bit more frequently and you know a little bit more consistently. But what's the last one? What was the um the last one I made is called Playlist Twenty Eight. So it's all the songs. It's a short playlist and all the songs that I listen to bringing in my twenty eighth birthday. That is fun. Yeah. And I just found you on here. So. You did? You found yep. me on Spotify? I don't know how to use this. You have Spotify? I have it because Joe Budden's podcast is oh. on there now. I was like, you don't have You know, I'm a title girl. Hey, I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I live for title, but I but can yeah, make I'm an exception because Julia's playlists are on here. Yeah. I'll listen to the ads. You know, it's not a big deal. I'm not paying for it. Oh, yeah. You don't have the premium. No, I don't have the premium. <laughs> okay. They're not getting my money. It's Okay. They can get my email, but yeah, the, it's that. Those are my playlists, and like I said, I'm gonna try to. Um, I follow you now. Make them a little. All bit. you have to do is hit the little heart. Yeah, that's it. It's really easy. It's easy, and Spotify is a really great platform. I, we're not being paid to say any of this shit. Oh, Julia, Spotify is great. What? It, it shows your recently played artists on Who, here. Who's recently played? Someone. Is it Kanye? Can Con Kanye? When did I listen to Kanye? <laughs> When did I? When? No, I'm finna look on here because that they lying. No when did I listen to Kanye? <laughs> they lying. There they are. It's it's in black and white, sis. You gotta you gotta fess up. When's the last you gotta, time I listened to Kanye? Is Kanye your problematic fave? No, I didn't. No. <laughs> it's not. When did I listen to Kanye? When? It must have came apparently on... in between Blake, James Blake, and Travis Scott. Okay, so I was listening to. <laughs> there's a radio station that. <laughs> No, it's a radio. Because I was listening to Kendrick Lamar radio. I am done. I was listening to Kendrick Lamar radio. Okay, <laughs> okay let's go back. This is funny. I was listening to Kendrick Lamar radio. And let's see if it's a Kanye song on here. I have tears. No, because... No. no, because, you know, you just say... You, just say, no. you can't stop, Julia. No, I know because I haven't... I know. <laughs> see, woo, Love Lockdown by Kanye. It's on Kendrick Lamar radio. <laughs> I swear to God. No, I was not listening to it. I swear <laughs> I wasn't oh, listening to it. Let me see it on there. I'm dying in my chest. I'm something down. Oh my god! Because I was listening to the radio. I was listening to the radio. Okay. The Kendrick Lamar. Radio. That was funny. Anyway, I have three public playlists. <laughs> no, because I know I know what I was Why doing. Why would the devil do that to you? <laughs> right. They put his That's name nobody right there. but the devil. Oh my god! I wish they would put that on my profile. Oh my god! Can you imagine? I literally, I didn't, I didn't search for his name or it came on the play on the radio station. That was funny. Anyway, other than me, um, I've been listening to a lot of Jungle Pussy. So Jungle Pussy, Jungle Pussy, she's a rapper from NYC, and she came up with a new project last year, 2018. It's called JP3. I'm a little late listening to it. I mean, I would listen to her here and there, and I did like you know, whenever I would run into her music or whatever, but I'm starting to like really, really dive into her and listen to her a lot more. And I really enjoy Jungle Pussy. She's kind of like a quirky black girl, you know. She, she raps, she doesn't sing. And, you know, she, I wouldn't call it like hardcore rap because it's not as vulgar as some of the other girls. Not to say that that's a bad or a good thing. I like it all. But I don't know. I like Jungle Pussy's approach to a lot of things. Like she's really unapologetic and her delivery and the things that she does and the things that she wears all like everything if you look if you look like i look on youtube and i'm i'm just nosy so like i look on youtube and i try to find like live recordings of her um 
her live shows and she looks like she has a great time like it's, her shows look like a lot of fun and she like i said she's you know unapologetically her which i can really respect and i really like her so take some time out to go listen to my girl jungle pussy um also uh dreamville j cole and company they're doing something i think they're about to have like a compilation album i mean the rollout for it is really exciting um the way they have it is um like an invitation and it'll say who's invited at the top and it'll say let me actually pull it up hold on yeah so i have it here i'm reading ari lennox's so it says ari lennox your presence and participation is requested for the recording sessions of the upcoming compilation album revenge of the dreamers three and it's like a like a flyer and it's so they're Dreamville. inviting each artist to yeah. come and be a part. The recording session, it says January 6th to the 16th, 2019. It's Dreamville, Atlanta, Georgia. Please reach out to your Dreamville rep to coordinate travel and lodging. So I'm excited for, for whatever the fuck J. Cole and them got cooking up. Um, literally, everybody's invited to that shit. All of my faves, Smino, Buddy, Vince Staples, Ari Lennox, Monty Booker. Like some of it's all everybody. Your yes, just all my people just working on this one thing. And I'm excited. So, um... Shout out to Dreamville. I really, I don't know what to expect, but I know it's some good shit. Cook it up. Um, I think that's all I have for right. what's good. As far as clownery goes, do you have? I have nothing, so. I mean, okay. my, I feel like the main topic is clownery, so yeah. I'm just going to save all my energy for that. Very quickly, I want to say two things. One, please stop asking Rihanna for an album. Um, I'm fine with the makeup and the lingerie and whatever else she wants to give us besides music. I'm fine. I feel like her discogra- discography is solid enough to where she can never make another song again. Like, I honestly, honestly. I vehemently disagree. Anti was a good place it to leave It was amazing. Off. It was an, I love that. That was my favorite Rihanna album probably. But I don't I need, need more. one more. I, I could don't. do. I could do three more. I could do, I could do the Soka, you know, the, the Soka album that she wants us to do. I, just, I, I could take know. another pop album from her and now you know i'm not really for the edm pop sound but from rihanna <laughs> i'll take it and i'll do another anti like i am i'll take an i'll take three more the only way that retire. i would take another one is probably another anti like i Rihanna's don't only like 20 what and to never make music again yes i like i don't need like to be fair like rihanna like you know when she comes out with shit she will dominate the chart she's great like yeah. rihanna's great but it's like we need her i have other shit that i can listen to like i don't need rihanna like i'm so sorry i want to see another rihanna tour i want to see Why? she's always going tour with the catalog she I had i feel like she's evolved i feel like past nah. music it's I fine. Feel like, like I don't need. I feel like she's she's always gonna be an artist, and I feel like music is gonna be one of her ways to express herself. I, I feel like know. Rihanna's whole look is, you know, I feel like I'm glad that she's ventured out and like mm-hmm. you know found ways to monetize her her likeness mm-hmm. in, in in fashion, mm-hmm. in makeup, in lingerie, and all that stuff. But I feel like you should. I feel like she should. If she's passionate about it. Now, if she yeah, said, listen, bitch, I don't want to do it, it no yeah. more, then okay, I feel like I she's over it. it. Like, she could pop in and out and be do, like, a feature, like how she did on Wild Thoughts. Like, yeah. okay, like, she could pop in and out here and there, but I don't need I no like more she's still studio that girl album. in music. I feel like she's still the girl in the music. We still want her. Mm-hmm. And she still wants to give us, you know, visuals and albums and, and, and you know what I mean? And the whole thing and the production. I, like, I don't know why. I feel like she's just evolved past that. I don't know why. Like... Probably because she's doing so well with Fenty and um, Savage Fenty. Like, yeah. I feel like... I, and everything. Yeah. I just... I don't know why I feel that way, but I'm just like, mm. Either way... I want, an, I want another... I want a visual album. I want Rihanna. I want the music. I want the videos. I want the really? tour. I want the merch. I want all of it. I want another Rihanna music project. I want... I could take three more, and I, she I would let her retire without making a peep. She but, could keep selling me stuff. I would like to see a Rihanna clothing line. I, she has one. 
What? You've seen her her um Fenty clothing. She did the fashion show. Well, that was for Savage Fenty, but she's Savage had clothing Fenty, yeah. even in six oh two. They always have her clothes. It was a all oh, the like the sports, the athleisure and everything. It's like athleisure. It's like it's, it's really expensive. Yeah, but yeah, is. she's had. I think it's a collaboration with Puma. Yeah, I don't the Puma. Know. She had the Pumas. She, yeah, she had, she had. She has clothes. She yeah, has makeup. She has all her stuff. But I still want Rihanna in the music industry. She can give me graphic tees, and you know, she can give me like a Fashion Nova esque. Drake messed it up. That's what Drake messed it up. Yeah, he did that horrible verse on uh, Lemonade. On Lemonade. Lemonade. Remember the, I mean, remember the remix of Lemonade with her, <laughs> her and Nerd. That was Lemon. Oh, Lemon. lemon yeah. yeah um, he, uh, I, I remember it. Drake on that. Thank God I didn't hear it. I liked it. It yeah. wasn't bad. Oh my God. Anyways, um, who's, well, that's a funny question. He says one of the worst way, features he's ever heard in his life. Who's the worst feature you've ever heard in your life? I mean, from Drake. That's one of Drake's. But who's like? I, I saw this question on Twitter one time, and it was like, every time you see like this person featured on a song, who do you be like? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're gonna poop all over Featured it. Featured on a song. I know my answer because I remember this question. I thought it was so funny. I know who I'm like. I will be excited like every time they kill a feature. Every single time. Who? Kendrick. J Cole. J Cole. J Cole or Kendrick? Yeah. Anytime J Cole or Kendrick is featured on a song, I already know hit automatically. But as far as like who drops the ball on like almost all the features, and they I, continue to let this person feature. I don't know why. I know my answer. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I want to say Jacquees because I like Jacquees. <laughs> I like Jacquees. Maybe it's Tory Lanez. I don't know. Maybe it's like one of those like features you know those. Oh, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Minaj. You don't like when she's featured on songs. I don't really either. I feel like Nicki kills features. Was that Big Bang? Oh yeah. Oh my god! Kept... Dude, dude. I, was like, I don't remember her feature on that song. Back, back again. again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and then oh she just yeah. She kept going with that. Like I guess it was supposed to be. Match of then. She for a long time. Yeah. Her verses, I've always noticed, have always taken some getting used to. But once you get it, you be like, hey, this is kind of great. I like that song, uh, Good Form. I, just, I like Good Form. I heard it. And I, I like, like oh. Good Form. I watched the video just because um, I saw Ari was in it. You who? know, Ari Gerbo's baby mom. That's a who the fuck? Ari. First of all, I don't know how everybody found out about Ari, but I don't think she's for everybody Who's to know. Who's G Herbo? G Herbo's from Chicago. He's a rapper. He's a local rapper. <laughs> Why is that funny? What? Who's G Herbo? Maybe in 2019 I'll find out what a G Herbo is. Oh my! Well, he's he not for us, Jude. He he's Chief he's young. He's one of the kids. He's like my younger sister. Like she's 22. She's mm-hmm. a, he's her crowd. He's not for us. <laughs> he's not. For, he's not. He's not our any of our concern. <laughs> like we can't. Yeah. Yes. He's that era. Lil Dirk. Yes, like drill music was out. It was like a big thing back then. You don't know Lil Durk? Lil Durk is a snack. Hey, Lil Durk is cute. I know who I, Lil yeah, Durk is. Yeah. But, um, I know Lil Durk. I know Chief um, Keef. One of them had a song with Kendrick Lamar, and that's how I know. Well, he passed away. This same, oh, who was Fredro it? Santana. Fredro Santana, oh, R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, but anyways, <laughs> all I know is that Ari and G Herbo have a fat, cute little nugget of a baby boy. And Ari, is, she's mean. I keep seeing people. I see she's not for everybody. I think she was just meant to be like a niche little. I don't know. Maybe I saw I some video her. of her being mean to somebody in the steak she's and shake. Mean. And she's, I'm like, bro, y'all like, both at steak and shake, waiting on Frisco melts. There's no need to be I rude. Don't, I think you have to know her personality. She's not for everybody. The girl, I feel like, clearly knew who she was, or was even if she, even if she, maybe she that wasn't girl sure. Did not know who she yeah, was. She did. That girl listened to that girl is in the age group that you know exactly who G Herbo is, and you know exactly who. 
his baby mom is because they're all in the blogs. They literally have like a shade room teens where they have the tea for that age. Like I said, it's none of our concern. I just have a younger sister, so I know certain things. Mm-hmm. But it's not for us. Like for us, for them, this is common knowledge. Mm. But for us older, we're near 30. Like the J. Cole and the Kendricks and that crowd, it's more of like our like our generation's faves. You know what I mean? So mm. for them, they have theirs. But I think Ari is just like, she's like she's like his girl from like when he was back home and she's just like from Chicago. She and don't care. They broke she's up, not media right? trained. She's not like, she's just being herself. And Ugh. it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody to like. But I feel like, I don't know. I like her. I think she's funny. And she's actually, I think she's really sweet. She's a cancer. There's no, she, I don't think she's mean for real. I don't, I think she's just herself and she just comes off abrasive, but she's really not. She's really like mushy on the inside, I think. But I don't know that girl. And they're honestly way younger than me. It's none of my business. But yeah, they have this, it's crazy. They've been, like I said, they've been on the blogs because they have this crazy breakup going on. Mm-hmm. And they, he's with Fab's stepdaughter and Emily B's daughter. Now they're in a whole relationship. She has, their, their baby is barely, a, he's not even a year old. He's probably like nine months or something like that. So it was kind of like messy that he was with her when she was like, you know, had just given birth mm-hmm. and was kind of cheating. I don't he know. He done went, he was somebody else not right. And I'm like, why? I don't understand. Anyways, how do we get on? Um, I don't know how we got on Jerobo. How do we, and Ari, I don't know how we started talking about them. What were we talking, Derek? Oh, features of people. Who oh, features. Them. Okay, so my it's not Jacquees. Um, who would it be? Um, I don't know. Who, I know who I think every time. Well, who is this it? is like back in the day. Like I said, I saw this question on Twitter, and every time back in like 2014, 15, 16, if I saw a featuring Birdman, I would want to oh, fucking scream. Okay. I would be like, oh, he's pushing himself on these songs. This is like the Drake era, the Nicki era. Like uh-huh. you would want to hear these new albums and these songs they're putting out, and they're like featuring Birdman. I'd be like, why Ugh. is he forcing himself to come and po- go he's- into this booth and poop all over this song? <laughs> it's because he I owns all of these. He was like, was look, so bitch, I'm, I'm getting a verse whether you like it, it or that not. One song, he's like, so move the fuck you over. See nigga stunt nigga every time i was like what he's song is that? off the paper <laughs> i don't know he's never on he beat. was on drake's it's on nothing nothing was the same album so i was like this gotta be a fucking joke like no. there's no way that this is a real verse on a re- on a drake album right now like so you're forcing yourself that's another conversation i saw this question on twitter too like what singers like annoy you like for no good reason janae Iko. Why? I don't know. Like, I like, like her. you said, for no good reason. I like her music, but her as a person, I'm like, shut the fuck. You know who annoys me, and I'm trying so hard to get over it. Who? Her. I don't even know who that is. H E R. Like I said, listen. I like, and it's like I like a few songs by her, but I was watching like a show, a, a performance. I was on YouTube again. I was watching like a live performance of hers when she was on Fallon. And I, I think it's the shades that aggravate me. It's like, bitch, you look bitch, fucking stupid. Get your fucking hand off your face. The fucking shades off. Like she looks so dumb. Oh my god, I can't take it. Like she has a tiny desk, and people are like, oh my god, it's so good. You know, I go up for yeah. NPR's tiny desk, but I did not watch hers because I can't deal. Yeah. She's just annoying with the a fucking little. Shades. I mean, she doesn't annoy me. It's like she's I don't... aggravating. It's like she's singing her heart. Do you have on these fucking shades? She, she looks stupid. I'll give her that. She can, she sing, can sing. But and it's like I want to like her. I want to. I don't because she can sing. And it's like I have no real reason I like her. But it's the shades. She looks stupid. You look 
dumb oh my god that's how i feel about janae like i love janaeiko's music i listen to every album everything you know like i like it but i will never watch her interview Why? i don't want to see her i don't want to talk about i don't want to talk to her i don't know i don't know and she's a pisces and I, i'm a water sign so you know we're usually like we we see each other but like i just can't i don't know why Ooh, i just don't her like and her these damn shades lord it's not it's that so i dislike her i just don't like i'm like oh here she goes yeah it's and it's not that i don't like her, her thing though she's trying to be she want to be her. It was like a rebrand. We thing. know who you are now, sis. It's the, gig, the jig is up. The jig is <laughs> up. We have to take the shades off. off. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was watching, and I, like one of the songs I like is called "As I Am" by her, and it's such a cute little bop. It's cute. And I was like, oh, there's a performance for it. She performed it on Fallon or Kimmel or one of those. And I was just like, bitch, <laughs> you really up here playing this keyboard with this the, with this guitar strapped to your back with these yep. fucking shades on. You, can you see what you're supposed to be oh doing? Oh, my God. And she just looks so dumb. She It looks so there's goofy. There's certain times where it works and it's like, okay, like you keep the mystique up and you all that stuff. You done had two albums out already. Fallon, People want you performing. Fallon is not the place. She had the, <laughs> Kayla, I'm going to show you how stupid she looks with these shades on. And I finally got to because I was like, it's something about her that I just don't like. And I figured out what it is. It's those shades. It's the shades. Other than that, like, I mean, Ella May's kind of getting on my nerves now, too. Hey, people keep the jokes. Uh, I love her music, but when she started talking. Yeah, oh, yeah, she I'm, talks yeah, at the end I of the record. In the interludes. And then she's British, too. We like, know you're British. Up. We know, honey. Yeah, it's like you're really, like, you really dragging it right now with the British accent and just trying to push it on us. Like, we got it. Meek Mill used to get on my nerves, but now, like, I'm kind of liking him. I used to like him, and then he got on my nerves, and now I'm starting to be like, I don't know. Meek Mill's getting kind of fine to me. I listened to he the album fine. some more, and I'm like, oh, Meek is kind of talking that shit. I liked um, I liked him before Nicki. I have to, I have to get, I have to get over that corny phase really? of there. Find a video of her brushing his hair wrong. Yeah, like they were doing photo shoots. He, she just had him doing too much, and yeah. I think he even felt like he was he he was like compromising himself a little bit. Yeah. Like this is not me. Yeah, I just really like you. But yeah, um, I think he's growing on me again. Yeah, I like I I've, I'm surprised at how I've like I have I have hard eyes for Meek Mill. Oh, okay, <laughs> never thought I'd see the day. But um, you know who else gets on my nerve? R. Kelly. So let's talk about no, it. that that's a different level. Yes. What? Okay. Let's talk about it. Let's okay. just let's ease into the topic. It, let's, trigger warning. It is at very this point. yeah. It is a very sensitive topic. Um, we're gonna be talking about surviving R. Kelly. So if this if it's too much for you, it we, was almost too much for me. We honestly. won't mind if you have to go ahead and pause. So on January third, which was my birthday, ugh, and I didn't. I there was no fucking way that I was gonna watch this <laughs> damn docu series on the day that I was born, but. Lifetime premiered um, a docu-series. It's a three, it was a three-night special um, talking about um, the monster that is Robert Kelly. So, Ooh, chills down my Ugh, I just can't. It kind of like, it was a timeline was, I, of all his wrongdoings. And it just, it was... Leading a, from 19... From basically... From the from, 70s. From when, from he, was when he was born. Up until, until today. today till last lived, year. Until, um, yeah, 2018. You're right. Um, I didn't watch the first night. Mm -hmm. um, so I pretty much saw the reaction mm -hmm. that people were having. Like my sisters watched it and they were like, you need to watch it. And yeah. I was like, mm, I'm not into, you know, traumatizing myself. Like, I yeah. don't know if I need to, you know, I'm really big on like things that I ingest and mm -hmm. what I'm consuming. Like mm -hmm. what is, how is this benefiting me? Right. So I was like, mm, I'm not, I don't think so. So the next day was like, I was like, when's the second part next week? They was like, no, tonight, like it's the second part. So I was like, all right. They was like, well, we recorded the first one. So let's watch the first one. You can, we can skip all the commercials. It'll be faster. And then we'll stay and watch the second part. Listen, right. I 
could barely make it through. I was fighting back tears. I could wow. barely stop. It was repulsive. It was disgusting. Mm-hmm. I was, I couldn't sleep that night after I got through the, cause I probably, cause I watched four parts in one day. Yeah. So it was a lot to take in. I so, didn't watch it like while it was premiering. Yeah. I watched it all the way through all six parts, maybe a few days later after everything, yeah. you know, had already aired. So I was shook as well. So the first two parts are basically his upbringing, his family structure, his family dynamic. And then it goes into like the early 90s and his his infatuation with ninth graders and 10th graders. And Mm -hmm. then his relationship with Aaliyah. Yeah. Um, I remember people saying like, okay, I remember people saying that they were married, but I don't remember as a kid. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I was still watching Disney Channel. I did not remember. I didn't know that it was a true thing that they really got I thought married it was a until rumor. I got older. Yeah, I didn't and know then until I remember. Yeah. I remember Wendy Williams has never been here for R. Kelly. Like mm-hmm. she always says, like I'm not here for him. Like I don't talk about him on my show. Like I will never acknowledge him. Like yeah. he's nasty. So um, I re- I remember her saying that she broke the news. I was watching like something on her, mm-hmm. and she's saying one of the big moments in her career is when she got the the marriage certificate mailed to her, or got like somebody went literally on a plane and went to Chicago to the court and got it and brought it back to new york for her wow. so she was like that was back and she was saying like that's back in the day of how they got news like mm-hmm. that it was like a big thing i was like so that was true like they she really like married him like in like a physical like a marriage license yeah so to hear that grown ass man the tour manager say he that was 27 he forged yeah fucking pa- i'm 27 yeah so you're telling me in your adult age you married a 15 you year old. married a 15 year old and some another grown adult helped you do it disgusting and he was like i'm not proud of it bitch bitch you're not proud of it you're disgusting i I don't filthy you helped him do you helped him do that they didn't want to fuck up their money so everybody that was like i kind of saw it and i was just wondering like what's going on and then there's i don't respect none of you hoes because none of y'all call the police None of y'all decided to like try to stop it. Y'all the, the tour bus story turned my fucking stomach. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Yes. Ugh. I, I oh was like, I can't god. take this. Like, I was like, how did y'all watch this? What? I've been seeing this. Oh, yeah. So the girl, one of the backup singers, I think her name is Javante. She's met him very young at 14, 14, right? She was saying that like they were on a tour bus one day and they walked in on R. Kelly like having sex with Aaliyah she's 14 she was 15. like 14 15 like he's 20 he's in his he's our age he's 27 like i oh my god he's a grown ass man. it was just I, at that point i was like okay so now that's i see disgusting like, right filth like i that's see what gross. i'm in for so i and then they showed the interviews of him and her together and they had that matching like mickey mouse set outfit on uh-huh. disgusting yeah. behavior and like she was just like uh, i don't she was like trying she was very i don't know she was saying we're best friends like and i'm just like what do you mean and even like they had the lady who was actually the host of that show i forgot what show that was back in the 90s and she was the host of the show and they had her in the documentary so okay tell us how the line of questioning went she said they told us not to ask about their relationship don't ask she said but as a journalist you make the decision like in the moment when the camera's rolling am i still gonna ask or am i not and see how they're gonna say it and she like so what is the rumor are you guys like best friends people some people say you're dating like she kind of finessed it she threw it in there and she was like um we're, we're, best, we're friends. best friends or whatever and r kelly he was just like laid back like he's like yeah she's my she was like he's my best friend in the my, whole world yeah and she's like and, and how old are you and then she was like that's oh, a secret that's a secret and then she was like mm-hmm, your lady never tells her age like you know she kind of played along with it or whatever but it was kind of like so people y'all had an inkling that this grown ass man is with this little ass girl 
but nobody thought to call the police coming up i always thought that that was a rumor like i couldn't believe it was true. like that's illegal how they was married that ain't yeah, true how do you like, do that how you right get married and to then a kid? hear me in my big age looking at the shit like oh they oh were. y'all did some foul shit yeah <laughs> Okay, so that was that, and the, mind you, that just was, hearing the details of that, and then seeing how like the album covers, the songs, and all that stuff, it was just very disturbing. Age like, ain't wow. nothing but a number. Like he wrote the damn song and made her sing it. It, it. it was very disturbing. They were saying like the lyrics was like about a young girl going all like a a man convincing a young girl to, to go, go all, all the way. way. It's just ugh, gross. So that mind you, he, that like was, seems like you're ready. Ugh. Seems like you're ready. Yeah. It's like so. What they did throughout the whole docuseries, they were playing the songs. I'm like, wow, like these are the songs that we were singing. These are songs. I just want to go on record and say that here on Back Talk, the podcast, we've never been here for that nasty ass motherfucker. Oh my God. I feel like since episode one, we have came down. If they said who is anything, I'd be like, not R. Kelly. I I can say for. You would even have, people have had to convince me to even like his music is good. Honestly, yeah. I've, I've said one time here on this podcast, they're like, well, the music. And I was like, is it? And I swear that we all were like, yes, the music is good. The music. Okay. So after yeah. watching the docuseries, because the, the bit that got me when I was like, wow, like this man was huge was the part where they were talking about. I believe I can fly. I remember. I believe I I'm can like, fly. bro, I believe I can fly is the song it's the song kids every we were saying that as kids it's like children yeah. and this old nasty ass man was like disgusting <sighs> just very disgusting just inserting himself as this good figure in children's lives trying to like you know make you feel like morally even though right. you know that he's done he's very R. Kelly came out with a gospel album at one point you remember that Mm-mm. he did he came out with a gospel i've never been an r kelly fan like I, until like until like I got older, I mm-hmm. went back and listened to Twelve Play. Like maybe like when I was like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. But like I never liked any of the um like trapped in the closet. I thought it was pure foolishness. Trapped in the closet was my shit. I, I thought it was foolishness. In the I said, oh please. I just remember I got the chapter two. I said, y'all got me fucked up. No, I'm I watched here. it all. Like, I was so I was into like, it. Please. I I will. I kind of ashamed to say that I was a really big R. Kelly fan. Mm-hmm. I liked all of it. Like I love Chocolate Factory. Like, but now I'm like, I mean, Ignition Remix. I was a big song. But like for I me to, to be like, like oh, let me I go wish list. I I liked I wish I liked I, TP2.com was my fucking like, I've shit. I've never been one to I be like I'm gonna album. go listen to Arkell. I've never been yeah. one. I always thought he was nasty, and I don't know. Maybe his music just as his his spirit just wasn't right, and his music never hit my ears right. Yeah, it just never connected. Yeah, with me. I've never liked that man. You, I w- I used to date this guy from Chicago. We would have arguments because really? you know they go up. That he was like, no, this. I'm like. I did. I used didn't to like, see it. I used to like his songs, but it's like I don't have a problem like disconnecting and being like fuck them songs. Right. At this point, it's like okay, and it's so many other shit, so much other shit that I'm into now. It was just I, I just can't. I, I just want to go on record and say I've always thought he was fucking nasty. <laughs> I just want to say that I told y'all niggas that that nigga was nasty. <laughs> right. And I remember even I remember I'm not gonna say who we had a guest on here and they were like we were arguing about R. Kelly like out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you after. But oh, okay. I was like, I was like, oh please. And I was like, we don't we don't talk about like no. Yeah, we no. just never it's have inexcusable in that documentary. Exactly. I so just want to know. If you were on the fence, this swayed you, I yeah. would hope. I would hope, but it's still some people out there that You're are nasty. like I saw like a guy on my Facebook that I went to high school with who like has been trying to get my phone number for the last five years, if that. Like he was like saying stuff about R. Kelly, like, oh, I'm gonna still play R. Kelly, da 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 da. Yeah, nasty. And he was like, oh, them hoes lying. All okay. of them. Everybody's sure. lying. 
Sure. Nobody else had anything better to do but, but to on a Saturday afternoon. And say how when they were 14, right, and this cry is what they on were camera. Doing. Like, right. for what? Like, ugh, people Who are would so want to do that? Right. Nobody wants to relive these moments. I'm sure dealing with it and living with it, knowing that these things have happened to you, having to move past the trauma, I'm sure that's enough. You Why would you want to relive this kind of just for is? fun? Right. Like, what the fuck? You like, are a child and you're having to talk about like childhood trauma and things that you did and things that you participated in yeah. nobody's who the fuck in their right mind will want to sit up on tv in front of their family their co-workers right. everybody in their community and in front and of people like you who are making it seem like they're lying like For still the having to come forth and like be because brave that, enough to say right. like because no. apparently a lifetime docuseries check is going to change their whole life right bitch are you stupid Ugh. Okay. So then, uh, there in 2018 there are still people that are being 2019. held captive. 2019 there are still people that are being held captive. But I mean the the second the second night was part like um 3 and 4. Mm-hmm. This was the night where they broke down like basically like his abusive relationships and the young girls. Like mm-hmm. they started going through like okay. And this was also the night where they went they talked through about sparkle the tape. in the tape. Yeah. Now that fucked with me. Yeah, it fucked I me too. never saw the tape. I never I was young like mm-hmm. like I said like we were watching Disney Channel I'm sure like right. I was probably still into in sync at mm-hmm. this point it's like I was like when I saw they blurred out the young girl's face in the tape but they oh they literally only blurred out her face like you can yeah. see her head mm-hmm. her hair her body mm-hmm. it's fucked with me to see that little child right in that video so you and know then to be like you urinated on her so you know Twitter Oh in the wake God. of this shit, you know, Twitter put it on Twitter, and so I didn't see it, but I scrolled past it, and I Turned saw my stomach the the thing. And I'm like, okay, oh my, I could, I really get nauseous thinking about it. This is this is it's really disgusting. A thing, huh? I didn't know. I mean, and I what I tweeted was the generation before us. They failed. Yeah. They failed those girls because yeah. there's no way you as an adult watched that video and felt like it was a joke to talk. Now people it's a were joke. saying like, or now it's a, right. Are you fucking dumb? It's a joke. People, Dave Chappelle. That was a thing. That, I remember it being a joke, almost to the fact where the P became the story, and you forget about the girl. Yeah, you just think it's somebody that a willing participant, a consenting adult. Absolutely Got not. On, right. No, and they were just into some kinky shit, and that's what happened between two adults. At, y'all keep leaving out the fact that this is a baby. She was fourteen. Fourteen. And the, the thing is, the other girl no, that was in the sex tape, she was, was saying 16. she was sixteen, and R. Kelly was lying, saying that the other girl, girl was, was sixteen. 16 she was like, okay, well, I knew it was wrong, but at least the girl was close to my age. And then she the was thing like, was, I didn't know that she was 14. Sparkle said that what she recognized and knew it was her niece immediately. She had the same hairstyle in on her 14th birthday. Right. Bitch, so you're telling me she was 13, basically, with a fresh 14? Mm-mm-mm. And she didn't look like, I know back in the day, like I remember, you know, certain girls, you were fourth in high school, ninth grade, you could pass for 17, 18. This girl, this was, girl was a, this was was a, a baby. baby. Right. She said, looked, um, for, she looked 14, 13. They said like, you know how y'all reference like how like, that sex tape became like a thing just anybody would comment on it was more so they would just make jokes about uh-huh. R. Kelly hold on are you recording we can't hear you alright so how they would make jokes about how R. Kelly appealed on the girl um they were talking on the podcast basically saying like whose podcast I don't want to say whose is it not no po- I mean it's a popular podcast mm-hmm. it was a brilliant idiots okay okay and they were saying that the way they thought back then was 
they thought that cracking jokes on R. Kelly was a way of like how you would bullshit make him make him out to be a pervert. It wasn't necessarily we weren't thinking. They said they weren't thinking of oh how this is affecting the girl because we're bringing of this back not. to the topic. But it was more so we're trying to shame R. Kelly just like they try to do with anybody else that like Michael Jackson or whatever. Like oh we're we're gonna crack jokes to make to embarrass him, but not realizing that you're also still bringing up the topic publicly and that person's still dealing with it. So it was just like, yeah, they could have dealt with it better, but it, at the time, he's thinking that this is probably the way that we supposed to handle it. You doing some stupid shit, so we finna clown you for it. That's not just some stupid that's shit. Stupid. That's a 14-year-old girl. Well, that's saying, ridiculous, so and you as an adult, if you're an adult in the 90s, anything over, let's say like 25, with a, with a, I'll say a developed brain, you think that a way to deal with a pedophile is to crack jokes? That's bullshit. Yeah. That is bullshit, and that is stupid. And I and think that out. it shows, and it shows their lack of of regard for black girls and right. for black women. Because right. if you thought, I feel like as a man, you should be infuriated when you see something like that. Yeah, you should feel like, how dare you like harm like, a people woman with with? Do- and it's like. I hate to say like, oh, well, if, imagine if you have a daughter because it shouldn't take you having a daughter. It shouldn't take you to having even, to be you to understand. Right. So I couldn't imagine being an adult and walking into the studio, how Sparkle said, and seeing a 14 year old girl sitting there with a crop top on her phone going into the next room. There's another little girl in here laying down on the bed. What the fuck is going on in here? Right. As an adult, I'm and saying, then what the, the man fuck is like, this? I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, you're like, what's going on? But what did you do? What did you, how, as you as an adult in the situation, how how did you try to correct it? Ain't nobody want to fuck up their money. Ain't, and Bitch. it's like nobody wanted to be held accountable Everybody's for the going fuck to jail. shit. Everybody got to go to Y'all jail. Y'all are all going to jail. It's nasty. Period. All like, of it. You can, none of you protected those girls. And none of you did something for those girls. They really nobody. failed those girls. It's disgusting. And it really infuriates me when I think about it. Like how I couldn't imagine walking in, seeing my niece, how she's at her niece. My fucking niece sitting here and me being like, oh, and what she was you like, doing? Well, what recording? are you doing? Recording? Bitch, get the fuck up. We get the fuck out of here. The part that really I just no. couldn't understand. Sparkle was like, I thought I was leaving her in good hands. Bitch. Why? How? You literally you said d- you saw this man lock up his wife in a room and, and asked to eat. Right. Why would you think that this is a good person? Yeah, you might have never. And, and to give Sparkle the, the benefit of the doubt, you may not have seen him with any other young girls, but you anybody who locks their wife up in a room. No, it's not. It's, what's not clicking? If what's she said the, he was very controlling, he would tell me not to speak to people. This is the person I run around my niece. You're my 12 year old niece. Like, bitch. No, Mm-mm. no. No, no, and I understand hindsight is twenty twenty, but goddamn. Yeah, no. Like I said, you guys, they failed those girls. Every adult in that situation failed, failed, failed. You got to you gotta live with that. Yeah. You fucked up. You did nothing to help. You only hurt the situation because I'm sure deep down inside, every time a little girl saw an adult walk into the room, they probably were hopeful that that would be the person that would be like, to wait. To get them out, right, to be I like. I can't, I can't, Drew. I don't, I swear to God, this. It's too much. So too night, much. the third night, Part five and six, they're talking about how this nigga still got g- girls today. the episode today. where the mom is going to get her daughter. Now, that is when I cried. When she went to go de- de- rescue her I daughter. I can't even... This hurts my heart. It's, it's too much. The girl it went to hurts. go get her... And then the girl opened the... Like, okay... So when I saw that mom with that ponytail, I said, okay, so this is the one. This is the mom who means business. So she said that she first like her daughter first started hanging around r kelly when she was 16 she would sneak out to go to him or whatever she said that she pulled up to his house with the police when it got her daughter and said you need to stay the fuck away from my daughter now the daughter 
did what she wanted to do. Now, at this point, the the like they said, the par- a lot of the parents don't even know the brainwashing's already begun. Yeah, that he's a guy in contact with their phone, and once they get through that text, yeah. the connection's been made. Yeah. He's already manipulating, her, right? And so he's the good at it at this point. The daughters went back. The, well, the girl, one of the girls, Dominica, she said that her daughter went back to him and kept going back, but she said, "I never gave up on her. Like I always tried to fight to get my daughter back because at the end of the day, that's what a mom does. This is my daughter. Yeah." Right. She's of age now, but so what? Like, you know, R. Kelly is, you know, his he he's telling my daughter that nobody loves her but him. And that's just not true. I want her to know that there are people out here, her family loves her, so I'm never going to stop fighting for her. So it cuts to a scene where she literally went to Beverly Hills to go find her daughter in a hotel room and went to go basically take her daughter back. Period, yep. She was like, I had no other way of getting in contact with her. Like, she called her on the phone. She had to go to the hotel and tell the hotel manager a lie saying that, oh, it's Mother's Day and I'm here to surprise my daughter for Mother's Day weekend just to get to, you know, information on how to get the daughter to come down. those people at the hotel knew it was up. Yeah. I think those people knew because that meant nobody, like, okay, my dad's worked in hotels my whole life. There's a level of privacy for the guests. Mm-hmm. You don't say the information. You mm-hmm. don't confirm that they're there. Mm-hmm. It's for their safety. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for him to be like, I'll take you up. Mm-hmm. He knew some shit was happening. He's probably like seen some shit or heard yeah. some shit or had guests complain about some shit. Yeah. I'm sure. And like they said, they at the same, they stay at the same hotels. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so I'm sure he knew what was going on. He said, oh, you're her mom. Bitch, you, I'm taking you up to yeah. get your baby because there's yeah. some shit that happens in these rooms that I'm not allowed to say, but I'm not going to stand. And the way that he went out, just being an employee, like going outside to you, be I've, like. I've worked in hotels. Like you can't do that. You can't just take a random person up to nobody's room. Exactly. So I and mean. And for him to, for her to have gone back outside and for him to be like, come back in. She's calling for you. On the that's phone. That's above right. and beyond your job description. Yeah. That man knew what was going on and they was like, listen. If that, we can help one, we'll we'll do it. Yeah. He's sacrificing his job mm-hmm. because I'm sure the company wasn't happy when they saw that. Yeah, he's sacrificing like everything to be like I'm gonna do the right thing. An adult, uh, an, an, an adult, adult. <laughs> somebody, somebody with some fucking sense. So Finally, the the part that broke my heart was when the girl she was on the phone with her mom and she was like, I wish that I could put it on speaker so y'all could hear. Like, but she was just sobbing, Crying. saying that she like you know she wanted to come with me and she was like, I I'm gonna come back at six o'clock. So she came back at six o'clock. She hotel had to hide staff. in the bathroom. No, hotel staff pulls her in the office and said, just so you know, they've called the police on you and they've made somebody say that, you know, I don't want to go with her and you have to leave the premises. Yeah. Otherwise, you're trespassing and you'll get arrested. Right. Now, if you're... If, if, I don't know about... You know, back in my day, I've been kicked out of a few places. Yeah. <laughs> they usually don't pull you in the office to tell yeah. you that, you know, you got to... He's clearly trying to help her. Like, mm-hmm. I have to tell you this, mm-hmm. this, but this is what's going on. He's like, clearly, he's trying to, like without saying there's a level of manipulation going on yeah so i feel like that man was an angel that whole that hotel staff they were just there and it's like if he's if r kelly's innocent or whatever the fuck y'all are saying why would he have somebody call the police on his girl mama why can't you let these people go downstairs and see their mom why they can't see nobody what the fuck is going on so the mom hid in the bathroom and she finally, like, somehow, somewhere, they busted out together. Her mm-hmm. and the daughter or whatever. And she said, we ran out like Master was behind us. Yeah, she was like, all she had was, like, um, a wife beater on. Basketball shorts. Basketball shorts and some slides. But I was like, I started crying when she was, like, they were in the car. And she was telling the daughter, like, while she was crying, she was like, you're so brave. I want you to know so many people love you. You're so brave for leaving. And they cut to a scene where, like, she took her to Target to get her some clothes. I'm like, damn, this mom is really, like 
That's her baby. Yeah, like, no matter what. And I'm like, damn, like, that's fucking crazy as fuck that, like, R. Kelly is really, like... She said, that's the hardest decision I've ever had to make in my life. Yeah. To leave a room. Mm-hmm. That nigga is nasty. I don't understand how he don't get snuffed on sight. How come nobody has tried to kill him? Like, I'm sorry. Like, how come nobody... Why is he comfortable to walk around? And talk shit on Instagram Live? Like, I just don't understand. It's disturbing is what it is. And it really makes me mad because, like, people are on Instagram. Them girls grown. They want to be there. Also, so you can't... So So they're consenting adults. Bitch, you... Niggas got you out here looking stupid. And you're a big fucking 30. 30. Okay. You think a 14-year-old is really has enough discernment to make good decisions yeah, in that 14, kind of situation? 15, 17, um, I can imagine. 20? None. Think of how stupid. I'm thinking of how stupid I was at 17. 17, 19, 20. Dumb. Just Ugh. dumb. Didn't care. I didn't make good decisions when I was that young. How am I supposed to think like an adult? You when can't. It, when it's a grown-ass adult, Your brain isn't even man, developed. Like, First of all, you're vulnerable. You you have these hopes and aspirations, and he's already caught you. And then you're a 17, 18, 19-year-old trying to break a vicious cycle of, right. like, mental and physical abuse. How? Right. You right. need help. Yeah. And y'all online kikiing because you want to step in the name of love. Right. And you like, nah, he couldn't. Shut up. Right. Shut up. It's, you really sound like, you don't sound like an adult in the situation. You would have been, sad as it is, you probably been one of the easy ones to manipulate right. as, as much as you don't want to believe nothing. Right. This is really disgusting. And it's really sad. The last part now, he, it gets more current. And actually, the girl in the last part, the parents, um, she's actually from my neighborhood. Like, I've known that she's been with him because she went to middle school with my younger sister. Mm-hmm. She went to, I, the, the area we live in, she went to that high school. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't go to that high school. I went to, the, like, opposing high school. But I, she went to, like, I passed by this high school every single day. Mm-hmm. Every single day I passed by this high school. Mm-hmm. She went to that high school and... I, and then her, her her family has said they're the ones that the parents are from Baltimore mm-hmm. and they're like we're street we didn't want to do it in the news but they have been since I can remember in 2016 they have been putting it out there that their daughter is gone and they don't want her to be they've yeah. been putting it the brother's been on Twitter social media he says it repeatedly like you know what I mean it's never been a secret that they that they gave up their daughter right. they ne- I, that narrative is crazy to me that people are like oh you sold your daughter well, how who, for how much where's yeah. the money yeah. what did they get from it they still live in my neighborhood bitch <laughs> ain't nobody getting no money over there like that right. you know what I mean like you, it just sounds ridiculous and it's, it hits close to home because like I said like we're from the same neighborhood mm-hmm. he, my, shit, my family could have been at that concert right. and it was crazy because I was watching on Jay Morrison the real estate guy if you know who that is he had a live stream because you know the, that family reached out to him and was like you're you're known for doing things in the community you have a lot of like you know influence right now can you just help us and he was like that he felt called him and his wife felt called to help them because he was like you know i have a daughter you know he's like i was molested as a child i understand what it's like to not and his wife opened up it was like i was molested from 7 to 17 i understand what it's like for it to be a mental slave and not be able to break the cycle and it was crazy that the parents shared that their daughter what's her name um asriel yeah was actually they shared with lifetime that their daughter had tried to commit suicide on that monday she was released from you know you had that 72 hour hold uh-huh. she was released thursday and this the daughter she's always been a singer like even my little sister said that she's known for singing the mm-hmm. little girl my, my sister said even everybody's birthday she has this video that she would post it was like a happy birthday her singing and brie was like if i go on facebook if i could pull up my old facebook i would have that video of her in my comments posting it like because oh, she was wow. known to sing yeah so she was like that she would just post you know singing videos and stuff like that on youtube like she was known for her singing so she was like that that friday was the concert she said and it wasn't an r kelly concert they didn't take their teenage kids to an r kelly concert it was a jazz it was like a festival oh. 
multiple artists. Okay. But so, they took it. They took her there to try to cheer her up. They took her there because the older sister was supposed to come. Because it's more like they have mm-hmm. like six kids. Mm-hmm. So the oldest daughter, and she's the baby. Mm-hmm. So the oldest daughter was more like into like the older artists or whatever. But she couldn't make it, so they took her because you know they didn't want to leave her alone. Yeah. And um, they already had the tickets and everything, and she was like that. She's into music, so the doctors recommended music therapy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we have the documentation, we have everything. We figured, okay, take her. It makes sense. She was like, it just so happened that things happened this way that he performed that he spotted her out she's like we never planned Mm -hmm. to take her there Mm -hmm. and release her he was like and then you have to remember she's excited she's happy she's just coming out of the hospital you're not trying to ruin her and be like you ain't going nowhere no don't go up on stage and that's a big i felt like that was unfair for them to not put that in there yeah because that changes the the context the whole narrative Because the way it's making it seem like they They sold. was like, oh, you sing R. Kelly right there, girl, you better go. Like, no. No, no parent is going to do that. Yeah. And like they were saying, they're like, okay, like, we, we're not the go to the authority type. Like, the dad was like saying, like, I'm not a, he's like, I, you, if I, you're from Baltimore and you're from my area, you know how I get down. He was mm-hmm. like, I'm not a go to the police kind of guy. We pull up at shows. We mm-hmm. try to, you know, pull up. He was like, and they broke it down how, like, they tried to literally, the daughter was like saying, like, if you don't let me go, I'm going to commit suicide. Cause he said when she got his number, it was so sad to hear it broke my heart. Cause he was saying that when he got the number from her that, you know, he said he took the number from her, like a will call. But he said that when they called from the mom's phone, he never answered. But what he didn't know is that they had exchanged numbers in the room. So he only answered from her phone. Oh, wow. So it's like a left. It's like, it's deep. Like we don't know how deep it is. I just hope that little girl is okay. Cause I I don't want to think the worst, but how you ain't seen or talked to your parents in three years. And they, they, I think that they said like she came home like for her graduate, in high school I think she graduated like 2016 or something mm-hmm. like that so they've seen her and but she's that they have she's completely different mm-hmm. you know what I mean like this and it's so sad to hear because like I said the girls from my neighborhood yeah so it's like it's crazy and even if she wasn't like you don't have to be like I can still feel for whoever yeah. in that situation and it was just crazy but it's it's a sad story it's very sick it's very disgusting I just, and I can't and I don't my get mind, it. I'm like this can't I had a hard time connecting like this can't be happening for real. Like this is really happening. This is like, really this happening. Is, this is not fiction. in my head. This I kept not... thinking, Oh, this is why my parents were so strict. This yeah. is why my parents were overprotective because yeah. there's some nasty motherfuckers in this world that you don't know about until you get older. Yeah. It's very sick and it's very disgusting. And it starts to think like me as a parent, like, damn, I always say, Oh, I'm going to let my kids, you know, I want them to let... people are nasty. will take yeah. advantage if they my feel like you're not covered. My mom was not strict like that, but you know, and even though me and my mom, our relationship is what it is. I know that like, if anything like that was going on, my mama would have killed R. Kelly. Like my mom, with no question, my mom would have tried yep. her hardest yeah. to kill that man, like yep. pe- or have him killed. Mm-hmm. My mom w- ain't going out like that. Yeah. Like, and not to, not to shade any of the other parents, not to take anything away from their efforts to get because their children I, back. Because we all or know your intention is to do your best to right. get your daughter back. But my mom wasn't going for it, and it's like in her way. Like my mom, yes, she wasn't strict, but if my mom like saw me on some like brainwash shit yeah. like my mom I feel like, like my oh, no, mom no, no. I feel like my parents were that protective because they feel like I feel like if that would have happened to me my parents would have been like I don't know what to do yeah. I feel like they would have been like I'd have no help me because yeah. I don't know what to do yeah but in that you know I, there's no judgment there you yeah. know what I mean because like, I mean I everybody has their own no, style of- I know at least he's not hiring no hitman like I just oh, know yeah, my no. mom my you know? mom listen they would <laughs> somebody would have got your took mom out. would have been with the duffel bag yeah <laughs> if somebody would have got took out it was either them or my mom would have went down swinging Right. And my kid, oh yeah. bitch. Yeah. R. Kelly better. He would have been scared of me in that moment. You yeah. got me fucked all the way up. That's not happening. Yeah. With my kid, not 
happening yeah. sorry like that's like that's never gonna happen yeah. but like i just i just couldn't imagine being a parent in that situation so it's not for me to be like oh the parents the parents mm-hmm. but they happened damn it yeah. help them I have, and I, if you I feel so strongly what are we doing to help i don't have a daughter i have a son and so like i, I mean i don't even so because we saw yeah the, the boys aren't protected sometimes yeah either. not at all like and i mean i just i hope to god like i don't have to face anything <laughs> like that period but right I mean, I'm a, I'm a woman. So like, I'm not going to say that I'm exempt from any type of like predatory behavior from men coming up period, because mm-hmm. I've had my run-ins. Like Absolutely. we all have, it may not be to the extent of what they just would be terrified doing. if they had to grow up as a girl. Right. Like it's, it's no cakewalk. So it's like, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, can we please just put our Kelly in jail in 2019? Can we put him in jail? Can we all come together? And I've seen like reports of now, like somebody, I think it was like last, a couple of days ago that um, people have like, and if they're in the same hotel, they'll call the police and be like, I think he has some hostages yeah. and the police will go and check. But I think the girls are still saying we're here at our free will. Yeah. We're just going to take some time it's to like lo- debunk it's a this whole. Because like they're grown now. So like it's like They're hard. grown now, yeah. but at some point you can still be a hostage and be grown. So that whole excuse of like, oh, they're consenting adults. No, I mean, even if at the time they made a decision that first of all, they weren't even in the right mind space or the right age to make that decision. And at this point, it's null and void because it's clearly a bigger ring, a bigger circle, a bigger thing than what we know is going on. And I need the authorities involved at this point, at this point. And at this point. Like me and Kayla were saying, we just want to reinforce the fact that if these were white children, if these were little Susans and Beckys, if this was even white boys, R. Kelly would be under the fucking jail. Under the so jail. So let's let's keep that same energy with black girls, please, for Protect 2019 black and beyond. Women. What was our post? I think this is a good transition. Our Instagram post. Yeah. For um last week we posted, and it said, "Believe black women." Defend black women. Protect, protect black, black women. women. And it's, it's that like, simple. Why can't you like? We don't, and we're looking from within, you know, black men and black women too, because y'all are not exempt from, you know, looking out for, for your, your own. fellow sisters. Right. So I just like, can we just all do better? Like, right. oh my God. Do your part. I can't even believe that this is still happening. The, the, the fact that it's so, that some people turn a blind eye and that some people will make excuses makes it that much make easier excuses, for it to jokes, happen. Like, yeah, it makes it that much easier. Game. So then white people, they gonna protect their own. Yep. They, gonna, they gonna do for theirs. So why can't we do the same shit? Like, Whatever. Can't just at put this, this point, nigga in jail at this I'm, point. Play. I don't give a fuck swing, about At the minimum, the somebody swing on that nigga. Somebody. Somebody, somebody. needs to, like, ugh, just snuff him one good time. Like, I don't give a fuck about stepping in the name of love. Play something else at your wedding. Like, there are so There's many so other many shit. Songs. There's so much other shit. That was the other day I was on title and I was listening to Stevie Wonder, Ribbon in the Sky, and I said, oh, I'm stealing this from Julia. Playing this at my wedding. That's my song. I'm playing it at my wedding. I was like, I'm stealing this. That's such a beautiful there's song. so many artists. There's so many songs. So many there's options. No, there's absolutely no artist, no song, no impact that anybody could have made that should overshadow mm-hmm. black women. Right. That should over. That like mm, it, make, it makes you want to like well think mm, which one mm-hmm. is more important to me. Like it should be a clear cut decision. If it's not, you're nasty. You're gross. A lot of y'all have showed your true colors this week. Oh yeah. And a y'all lot of y'all see y'all selves in R. Kelly, and y'all yep. are willing to die on that hill. And we, we just said, and just I know, see you. we see you. We see you. I see you. Bitch. We're not going to argue with you. We yeah. see you. You're nasty. You're nasty. Okay, so very quickly, um, on second thought, I have something very quick. Um, don't say sorry when you aren't. Don't apologize when you're not sorry. I've, that is a lesson that I have learned, and I have stopped. Like, I'm very overly apologetic. I'm not going to get into it, because it's a really big, long thing about, <laughs> you know, upbringing, childhood trauma and shit, but like, I've learned to just stop saying sorry when I'm not sorry. Because if I'm not sorry, why am I why am I 
why am I saying that I'm sorry? Like, why am I doing that to myself? I'm doing myself a disservice by apologizing when I'm not sorry. So I'm finding ways around, you know, I don't want to say conflict, but like I'm finding ways around a conflict resolution without compromising without, yourself. Without compromising myself. Yes. So I, I hope that, you know, you all can take this tidbit with you. Please do not apologize when you're not sorry. Find a way around that shit. You're doing yourself a disservice. Don't tell That's me that. That's all that I have. I'm never sorry. Caleb. <laughs> I'm working on it though. That's my on second thought. I'm going to try to like, I'm going to try to acknowledge like, when I'm wrong. Even just like in like in com- like common conversation like, you know, oh sorry, can I bother can I can I ask you something? Like sorry, like no, like I don't want to say who like, you know, brought me to this realization cuz Yeah. But don't don't She just said who. Who did I say? I didn't say no names. Oh, I, I thought say- I heard a name. I didn't say no names, oh. <laughs> but yeah, stop apologizing when you're not. And that's all that I have. We will see you all. This was a tough episode to get through, but we are at the end. We so follow us on Instagram at Backtalk Podcast on Twitter underscore Backtalk Pod. Backtalkpodcast dot com for everything. Yeah, really quickly, we did post on Twitter. Um, you know, we I'm not on Twitter on Instagram. You can go back. Um, we asked, you know, what do you guys want to hear from us? in the right. in the new year somebody said financial advice and let me tell y'all something <laughs> <laughs> Woo, give that. us some if you have any financial tips i figured maybe we could find like an expert or something because i don't want to be telling y'all yeah. my hood tricks of whatever yeah. saving money in the mattress is not gonna help nobody that is such point. a good idea let's write that down yeah okay all right we'll see you all next week bye